0: I the, I the From the Vegas strip here's RJ Bell.
1: You heard it. I'm RJ, live in Las Vegas, live on a Friday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. A.J. Hoffman, college football expert in studio. Jonas with a well-deserved day off. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. All right, here's how we're going to start. This is going to be a college football extravaganza. With a little Dak Prescott mm, derision in the middle, like a sandwich. Because I, you know, full go, no limits... It's like I mean, this is like some Craigslist ad back ten years ago. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but, it's like I've never heard all of these new ways to judge a quarterback. What category is that under? I don't even know. That's the. Th- I'm <laughs> saying it's it's blowing my mind. Is it's you know kind of like uh, Jerry Seinfeld? You ever see the episode where? Um, the, girl, the woman is like, uh, do you want to have some a little dirty talk? And Jerry's like, I don't know. You know, It's not my thing. He goes, come on. And then he goes, well, why don't you put on the clothes your mom laid out for you? And she's like, what are you talking about? He Runs out. <laughs> you cross the line. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So let's start, though, with the Vegas lead, which I'm deeming to be a real crazy night in college football. Now, AJ, I got to tell you. I don't think there's a show in radio or TV. And TV's easier because they have the highlights that really do a recap all that well. Here's my rule. Less is more. I don't want someone reading from a box score. I don't want to hear, you know, I think it was about two minutes left in the third. Let's just hit us with the facts. The Ohio State University, I happen to be an alum, they had another easy win. It is one way you could look at it. They were down 14 7 at halftime. So, this is one of the best teams in the country. Where's a high state in 14, your 14 10 record? at halftime. It was 14. Well, you told and me 14 fire. 7. Are... game.
0: Well, it was 14 7. 14 10 was the halftime but score. You told
1: they... me it was 14 7 at halftime. Then may, I may have misspoken. I you apologize. may have. I apologize. All right. I just want to get this straight. Because I don't watch a lot of college football until it's like the stakes are real high. I, I'm going to be completely candid. 14-10, they're down. Still, though, when you're a 14-point favor, you're down 14-10. What was the story of the first half? story of
0: the first half was C.J. Stroud struggled and Minnesota controlled the football. Uh, one interception, no touchdowns in the first half for the, uh, for the young quarterback from Ohio State. So no throwing touchdowns. No.
1: And uh, what is the belief these days about reloading? versus rebuilding because right now like who's your name me your top teams in the country alabama all right so what's their quarterback situation let me think a new quarterback new quarterback bryce who, young who else is on that list clemson clemson on new quarterback
0: oklahoma uh-huh, uh-huh they got the same guy returning spencer rattler the one guy georgia has jt daniels returning and then ohio state with a new guy
1: so you would put ohio state
0: at the end of that list yes Really? Yeah. Now, what's the AP say? What's... I think AP has Ohio State fourth, and either Clemson or Georgia is going to fall off this weekend because they play each other. Yeah, but right now they've got a high state fourth. They do. You, uh, got... you asked for my power rating. Exactly. That's, that's my power. I just
1: rating. find it curious that I'm an alum of a high state and you're a high state denier. Is yeah, that... saying they're the fifth best team in the country. What I, I mean, just I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, let's be candid though. For those pulling back the curtain. You don't like power institutions, monoliths. You're uh, you're um, with the marauders. You're with the rebels. Not when it comes to college football.
0: Okay, but I I, I uh, I'm a big believer in. I don't think they need more teams in the playoffs. I'm fine with seeing the same four teams if they're the four best teams. I'm fine seeing them over and over every year. But I don't, right now Ohio State me. wouldn't
1: even be amongst those four teams. They wouldn't be right now. Okay. I'm R.J. Bell, alum of The Ohio State University. He, Jonas, or not Jonas, he, A.J., is not. But he's unbiased, maybe. Okay, second half, they roll. Do you feel happy at that point if you're the Buckeyes? If you're a Buckeye fan... Are you happy with this result? Because it fell on the number, but did it. And we'll talk about that.
0: Yeah, I think you saw some big jumps out of Stroud in the second half. Four touchdowns on five of eight passing. So, obviously, they hit some big plays. And Minnesota just kind of stepped on their own. They had a, a, a possession late where they were down 10 And they ran the ball on first, second, third down, and then kicked a field goal. Mm -hmm. And Ohio State went and scored a touchdown on three plays. So they kicked the field goal to make it seven. And then Ohio State scores
1: a touchdown, and the game felt out of reach for the rest of it. So you're saying if you're going... Because there's two ways to play when you're a 14-point underdog. One is high variance. You might lose by 40, but you're going to max your chance to win. Now, if I'm the the favorite team, I don't want that. Of course not. No way. But the, the other way is put in a victory that the recruits in your state are going to say, you know, if I was going to go there, you know, this doesn't make me not go there. And yeah, you could have sprung the upset, but you. it seems like you're the one that would say you'd rather have a chance to lose by 40, but have a chance to That's win. That's where I'm at. Now, listen, I'm not saying this is necessarily correct, but Ohio State is the third favorite when it comes to title odds. So they're six to one. There's only two teams ahead of them. And it's Alabama, Clemson, and The Ohio State University. Somehow you've got them fifth. <laughs> so AP has them fourth. Vegas, Vegas says I State's third, and AJ says, "Nah, you guys are wrong. They're worse. They're fifth, but no bias. No bias. All right. Who would? If, if, in fact, if I've got any
0: bias, it's against Oklahoma. If anybody, why is that? It's just like I grew up in
1: Texas. Uh, it's true. That had to be frustrating.
0: <laughs> Listen, there, there's been times.
1: I mean, you had Vince Young for that That's right. one short period of time. We're straight out of Vegas. Mackenzie, let's give a quick look see, because this is one of the more wild or wilder line moves. So we talked about this game yesterday on straight out of Vegas, right here on FSR. And AJ said, you know, I was leaning to the dog, but I want 14. And at the time of the show, the line was 13 and a half. It was very wise to say, you know, at that number, it's hard to, like anything, even a lean. You know, it was going to be a lean at 14. It fell 14. Key numbers matter. And you might say, if you had bet it early, you win even with the dog and some of you would have pushed if you bet a little bit later and then some of you would have lost with the 13 and a half or if you laid it you would have won yeah bet the dogs early which is usually the lesson because you know or it can be different ways but you never know for sure but in general if you're taking a jumbo point you want to get them early because the sharps if there's value gobble it up before game day but then when we went off the air I don't know if it was because you liked the dog or what, but the favorite, <laughs> high State started getting bet. Mackenzie, how would you characterize where the line went after 7 Eastern? Steam on Ohio State, the favorite, from 13 and a half when we signed off, 14 within five minutes. So five minutes after AJ said <laughs> he likes the dog, <laughs> the steam came in on Ohio Okay, go ahead. Yeah, he said he leaned, and then by kickoff, it was 14, 14 minus 120 in a lot of places. So there were no 14 and a halves late? I see one 14 and a half on the screen. All yes. right, so think about this. If there's one piece of advice I can give you, and about half of our audience, the studies show, don't bet. They just like to think like betters. They like to know what Vegas knows. As I like to say, they're smarter than their buddies because they know what Vegas knows. And from the show, Vegas is not sharp, the betters are sharp. And the bettors get sharper and sharper as you approach game time, because there's more and more liquidity. There's more and more money that's been bet every minute that passes. That's why betting early, if you have the information you need, is preferred. But whatever you do, if you're betting, you can't just have one out. You can't have just one place to shop. Because if you're going to lose a game that you could win, or push a game you could win, or... You know, lose a game you could push because you didn't have a half a point. You can't overcome that. And it's when you bet, it's where you bet. And if you're not getting the best number, maybe it's don't bet. In general, if I don't get the number I'm happy with, even if I still think there's value, psychologically, I don't want any part of it. Because when I lose a game off that number I could have had, It tears me up. How frustrating
0: is that for you when you play the contests where there's a a line that's set and doesn't move?
1: So the Super Contest, which is the famous one, Fezzik won twice, the only guy ever, back-to-back. The lines come out on Wednesday, and you bet them on Saturday evening. Or you don't bet them. You make the picks Saturday evening. Um, I like it. Because there's some games that you're gonna, it's gonna move against you, and you just can't play them. But there's when it comes to that fourth or fifth pick, it's no pro bets or very few, if any, bet five sides, NFL on a Sunday. They might bet derivatives, totals, parlays, teasers, but betting five NFL sides is very rare. So, for my fourth and fifth side on the contest, and we've been in the $5,000 version of it for three... It's only existed for three years, the gold, and... We are in. I haven't done the final calculations. I got to do that. We're one of a handful, like like two or three people that won every year. So of all the people in the world, this is the biggest contest there is—the five thousand dollar. Our entry, me and Fezix and Matt Holt's been part of it. Uh, I think two of those years is we won all three years, meaning that our record was actually above fifty-seven percent all three years. That's amazing, and kind of got some luck in there, but you know, good picking. But the fourth and fifth picks are often stale lines where the market says it's two and a half now, but we're only laying one. And you know what? The fifth pick isn't all that good anyway, so let's just take the point and a half.
0: And you, you know that most people are going to do that exact same thing, so if you don't feel great about something, you're just washing with everybody else.
1: Now, that's a fascinating point, because the metagame would be if every... And that's why last year, when we had a chance to... At a certain point, we thought we could win, but we had to be high variance. There was a situation where the line had moved seven points. I think Aaron Rodgers was out. and Maybe it was two years ago, and I actually didn't pick it. Now, I didn't pick against it. I, I said no to seven points. Because you knew everybody else did. I knew everyone else would, and I didn't love it. And I thought, OK, we can kind of throw a switcheroo. And I think both won, so it didn't matter in that case. But that metagame, what's everyone else doing? Because the first year, we were tied for first. It was to win 640000 We were tied for first with two weeks left. And we ended... Oh, wait. We were, half, we were tied with three weeks left. We were half a game back with two weeks. Fez was right, and Fez is a master of the metagame game on this stuff. He goes, "We got to go contrarian," and we ended up going like opposite on every pick. That not opposite of what we liked, but opposite of what we thought the public was going to do. And and just to be clear, we ended up going one in nine the last two weeks because of that. But you know what? To maximize the chance of winning the contest, it was worth it. So there is a Which lot. Which is a
0: winner-take-all contest. So coming yes. in, coming in second or fifth doesn't matter. It's it's all now the same. it thing.
1: matters because you'd be hearing about it if I came in second. <laughs> I mean, you know, just for you know, but it doesn't matter to the pocketbook.
0: Now, are these picks made public where everybody knows what you're picking?
1: Yeah, so what happens is you have to have them submitted by a certain time, and then like Sunday morning, they'll have them be public. And you being
0: a public figure, I would assume people track your bets week to week, your picks week to week, and say, this is where I think the Dream Preview team is going to go this week, so you might want to go contrarian from
1: that. They don't even have to do that, because though what we do on the Dream Preview podcast is we will have um, it's kind of pulling back the curtain how the sausage is made. We'll debate the picks right there and say, what about this? What about this? I don't like this. We'll press the green button. But I end up Sunday morning always, always tweeting out the actual ticket to show the five games we've got with the official ticket. So let's do this. He's taking the host. Or he's, he's turning the interview around, which I've had a little experience as the interviewee. I liked it. Let's take our first break. And when we come back, we are going to look at the UNLV game, and it may be one of the most crazy, extreme, boy, Vegas knows what they're talking about, but they sure didn't at halftime games. you got to hear this. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So, next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution in America's number one battery destination. I'm RJ Bell with AJ Hoffman. We'll be right back to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas!
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I disagree
1: with I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, the fall. I'm RJ Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas, joined by AJ Hoffman. This is a college football extravaganza, and we recapped the Ohio State University, underrated by AJ. Now and undefeated. Undefeated still. What a, <laughs> What an organization. I mean, it's like it's like civilization has distilled itself. Through iteration after iteration, blood, sweat, and toil, and a high state's football program is that ultimate form of what humankind can do—a city on a hill. But, well, but somehow Alabama's better. So it's <laughs> all very, very confusing. When was their last championship? High state? Yeah. It would. What's it been? Six, seven years now. I mean, I tell you, you know, you got a hell of a program. You do when you're getting mocked because the last (laughs) time you won, it was two. I think 2014. Next thing you
0: know, you'll be Michigan.
1: Well, yeah. When I'm 80 years old, (laughs) and I don't win another one since. (laughs) But if people like you and the national media stop, you know, having an agenda against them, (laughs) maybe they would have made dragging them down a few more playoffs. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas, and this is the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year-plus. Why? Because you've spread the word and supported the show. And we're going to keep supporting you with winners. Now, A.J., did you have a winner yesterday? Oh, wait, it pushed. It pushed yesterday. We're going to talk about that. You know with me, you'll be getting the winners. Probably at the end of the show, I might put a little something out there. You got a best bet coming, end of the show.
0: I got two. I got a college football You know
1: what? Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to pick the, which of the two best bets is the real best bet. You want
0: bet. to hear my handicap during the break, and you can decide?
1: Well, I think we might let the audience in on it, Okay. and then it'll be like American Idol. They can text in. I don't think that, but I will decide okay. for you and you can listen to the podcast of Straight Out of Vegas. Weekends, great time to catch up. Long commercials of those games you're watching. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas in your favorite pod player. Here in Vegas on the strip, 97 degrees and the neon is flowing. Joan is back next week, well-deserved day off. Now, we're going to finish with a few of the games from last night and look ahead including tonight's big game well, kind of a big game: Northwestern, Michigan State, biggest one on the card tonight. Yeah, well, yeah, and there's some crazy stuff. You know, I think they had one game at like eight thirty in the morning or so. I don't know. I don't even look at it. If it, you know, if it if straight out of Vegas isn't over, I don't think any games really even count at that point. I mean, that's my <laughs> personal opinion. Now UNLV, this is a program uh, many people obviously know about. This is the big school win. Nevada in Vegas, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and they had a hell of a basketball team, for the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, Larry Johnson and that team, they still to this day, 30 years later, you hear a lot of just whimsical or wistful talk about how good the running rivals were, how all the mobsters had all the see. I mean, it's like, that was the days, but this football program is bad. <laughs> I mean, I think it was like, what, three or four years ago, they lost as like a 45-point favorite. I mean, first of all, how were they a 45-point favorite, I guess, was the first question. That's a great question. I think they were playing a high school team. (laughs) But here's the thing. Last night, and you always hear about Vegas and how smart they are. Were they, um, Vegas the betters, made the line against Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. That's like two buildings, I'm guessing. And they made it where Eastern Washington was favored. Now, that by itself is something to ponder. You could do a whole show on that. But then they made the total 67. Now, what's the total? It's combined points. So 37 to 30, total 67 would have been a push. Okay. At halftime of the game. So half the game's over, it's 6-3. All right, so I've got the over, let's say. I didn't, but hold on. I've got the over, and it's 6-3 at half, and I'm going over hmm, 67. You're feeling good. I think I'm behind pace at that point. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do the calculations. And yes, UNLV was actually beating 6-3 Eastern Washington. Now, you flash forward to the fourth quarter, midway through, and somehow, some way, Eastern Washington is now winning 20-12. to to Okay, so I've got the over, but I don't. 67. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. But wait a minute. Touchdown UNLV. Somehow they make the right decision to go for it. Down two, they go for two. Score, it's 20-20. You know, like four minutes left. No additional score in regulation. They go to overtime. 20-20. Do the math in your head here. They scored 28 points combined in overtime. 28. So, 20 plus 20 plus 28 is 68. The total was 67. No wonder. I don't have too many gray hairs, but...
0: Where did you say that line closed
1: at? The line itself on the game closed. Eastern Washington favored by two. What's the final score? They won by two. (laughs) So, somehow... Vegas, the betting market was within what well, tied or actually got exactly correct the margin of victory, Eastern Washington by two, and somehow was within one point of the total, even though it was six three and a half. This is the toughest way to make an easy living, as they say. And unfortunately for the listeners that followed AJ, well, wait, if they had bet it right at the right time, they would have pushed. Now, listen, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to make excuses. But literally, that's it. So, can you hear this clock? Yes. Go. Boise gives the ball away
0: right away. Central Florida drives all the way down the field, then throws a 100-yard pick six. All right, so your
1: pick was Central Florida. Yes, minus five. All right, now, now let's, be, let's be fair. You gave this out on Wednesday. Yep. And the line at the time was five. Yes. Central Florida over... Boise State, Boise State. Come Thursday, the day of the game. Yesterday, the line had drifted up five and a half, six, six and a half. Game ends up five. So those who w- w- listen every day, the loyal listeners, they rewarded. got their money. They got their money back. <laughs> when you say rewarded, they didn't lose. Yeah, that's a reward. Sometimes <laughs> well, follow it. Sometimes no, I'm busting on them, but AJ. The number one handicapper at Pregame.com in college football, all year last year he was the number one guy. That's against everyone, all the other like really good ones. And the year before he was number one. So the guy knows his college football. I mean, didn't show in this one exactly. But your case would be this: the pick six, and then at a certain point, Boise was up twenty-one nothing.
0: Yeah, twenty-one nothing in the in the first half.
1: And your point was. Hey, if you don't throw that pick six, which happens, but still, Boise or, or specifically Central Florida, could come out of this feeling even better. The fact they were able to win and win by five.
0: Yeah, so there is sort of a moral victory there if you got the push. But again, moral victories don't pay bills.
1: You know, I I don't have uh, kids, but I've you know I got multiple nieces nephews, and you know I like to spend time you know like a half hour at a time. I, I don't like to overdo it. And you want to be the uncle that isn't always around, you know, because that's the one they like, not the one. And sometimes you can see the kids thinking, like, could I have ice cream maybe for breakfast? You know how the kids don't know where the boundaries are? I think you're getting there a little bit when it comes to what you can complain about. Because there was a point now, Boise scored that last touchdown, and they were up five. So, basic math says, forget analytics advance. You want to go for two and make it seven late in the game. You were trying to float. <laughs> Is it possible that I could complain that maybe they should have kicked the extra point? Because then you would have covered. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to make that game.
0: It would have been nice. They have a false start. They're going for two to make it seven. They have a false start. Now they got to get a two from seven yards back instead of
1: two. So they, you know they still got to go I for two. I know,
0: but how many, like, what about if they get another false
1: start? Do they still have to go for two? That's hypothetical. We don't deal in hypothetical. Oh, all right, well. Well, I like that you're learning not to push that too hard because, listen, I think it was just Tony Dungy saying how gambling can be corrupting. You know, in a way, it can. It corrupts your logic. Like if you try to find a way to pigeonhole what you bet as right, and you use your IQ to do that, that is the real danger of gambling. But like
0: we just talked about the UNLV game and how close they were on it. Obviously, the 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 side finishes five, and depending on your number, it was a push or a, a one point loss. The total was one point off because of that.
1: Oh, that's it. Okay, you make a great point. That's the final point here. That game fell 68 also, right? That, so uh, the Central Florida, so the total points was what? 67. 67. And the total was? 68. <laughs> so that w- that one Decision so they, to go
0: for it made... If they had a,
1: gone for it... Every decision. So imagine if you had the over and Central Florida, you would have had double motivation. So you bet the over I too? I bet the over too. How square are you? favored over on a TV game? Pretty square. Oh, man. Parlayed,
0: right? You parlayed them up?
1: No, oh. I didn't do that. <laughs> he put a round robin in Is what they call it. <laughs> All right, in a minute, we're going to go to Mr. Dan Byer. I'm letting him know a little earlier than usual because I Jonas usually does the DraftKings reads, and I did, you know, I do one for the, you know, I did one this week or, or two this week for the national network, I guess, where but I have to do a live read. Ooh. And it is like, I don't know, eight hundred words. <laughs> I think it was submitted to the New Yorker in the short story competition. So here's the day. I want to give myself ample time so we can have some fun with it. We are straight out of Vegas and RJ, but with AJ Hoffman. So here's what I'm gonna do. We're gonna do a preview of Tonight's biggest game, Michigan State Northwestern. But I'm, usually you do the preview, then you do the read. I think more people want to hear this read. So I'm going to do the read, and then we'll do the preview. And then you can vote which was more entertaining, AJ's preview or my read. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to tell those who aspire in radio or podcast, most likely the youngsters, the worst thing you can ever do is rush. Because if you rush, you start stumbling over your word. It's just inevitable. And Jonas, I mean, he's a master. He really is. I mean, his picks are no good at all. But his <laughs> his reads are great. And what I'll throw it to him like with 18 seconds, you know, and there's a hard stop at the end of the show. Like the other we can float the brakes, but you can't at the end, right? Because there's the national feed and all that. And again. Fox Sports Radio, in my opinion, I think objectively, the most successful and listened to uh, network of sports talk out there. And they've got a lot of business concerns and, uh, and realities. And it's not, you know, there's some stuff to jumble. Jonas, you never catch him sweating. And he can read them fast, but he doesn't seem like he's rushing. I can't do that. So I, I'm just going to read it nice and gingerly. And I'm going to you know, make some comments where it's appropriate. Football is almost here, and there's no better place to get in on the action than DraftKings, the official Daily Fantasy partner of the NFL. Now, see, that's about as good as Jonas so far. That's Not... So far, so good. So, so far, so good. As the season is quickly approaching, DraftKings is your one-stop shop to make it rain all season. Long. Now, here's where I get confused. I'm speaking parenthetically right now. It says make it rain, but it's R-E-I-G-N. I can do an entire show about how that could be like the most (laughs) clever thing ever because rain is in like the King Reigns. But Make It Rain is a reference to uh, the gentlemen's clubs, perhaps, where the money's flowing. You know, we've all heard that. Very interesting, but I'm not going to get bogged down by that. To bring you even closer to the action, DraftKings is giving all new players a free shot at a million dollars during week one million dollars. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, preseason is the perfect time to test your strategy. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a huge cash prizes. And while you're perfecting your daily fantasy skills, don't forget to check out DraftKings free to play pools where they even more cash is up for grabs Head to the app now. Download DraftKings app now and use code RJ for a limited time. New players can get a free shot at a million dollars during week one. Don't miss out on the action. Enter code RJ and get a free shot at a million dollars. That's code RJ. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Now, there's just a, a couple words left. Here's where the problem is. Minimum is a word I've never been good with, but I have to be now, so... McKenzie taught me how to say it. Minimum $5 deposit required. <laughs> Eligibility restrictions apply. See DragKings.com for details. How'd I do, AJ? Pretty good. I mean, it wasn't
0: awful. It didn't sound like Jonas.
1: Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your response is it wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. It wasn't <laughs> awful. You weren't loved as a kid. Listen. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, I, I mean, Mackenzie, is there one thing we know for sure is this dude didn't get a lot of love? <laughs> he had, you know, from his own bootstraps. Listen, <laughs> there... He teased on the leather
0: bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> there are things that you're very good at. As a broadcaster, th- this is one of the things that I've been doing for
1: well, what I'm saying 14, is, 15, 17 years. But if A.J. Hopping read it, people would go, who's, who's talking?
0: That's the difference, yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately... Only you could have borrowed my voice.
1: Uh, uh, well, I see that. That I disagree with. I think with me, it's just I have so much character in my voice <laughs> that when it feels generic, it, that's why I had to liven it up. Do but, you
0: think we could have tricked Fox Sports and I could have
1: said, I would I'm R.J. Bell? Try, I don't try to trick... No, because like if you don't use any words with more than two syllables after reading. Well but still you'd be mispronouncing words. You would have never got the whole rain thing. But unfortunately, we're now gonna have to take her a break and then and then wait, we gotta call her. Hold on a second. We gotta call her. (laughs) RJ's number one. Okay, okay. <laughs> We're going to take our break. When we come back, we will preview tonight's biggest game and Saturday's biggest game and Sunday's biggest game and a best bet. Four games, rapid fire, Vegas style. When we come back, we are straight out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas!
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific.
1: I'm RJ Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. Joan is back. Next week, well-deserved we day off. We're joined by AJ Hoffman, college football expert. It's true, number one at Pregame.com last year, number one the year before. That's pretty darn good. We got big game tonight. What kind of big? Yeah. Big game tomorrow, which you have your best bet on, and a big game Sunday. We're giving you three of those. Tonight, though, Michigan State, Northwestern. Right now, Northwestern at home, favored by three, and it's moving towards three and a half. What is the preview?
0: My take on this is it's it's either the dog or pass. Northwestern, outside of Alabama, nobody lost more returning production than Northwestern. They were a surprise last year. They had a great season. They were sort of the darlings. I don't know how real that was. One of their two losses so, that they how had. How would it be not real? Well, I don't know how because it was such it a crazy been, it season. It might have
1: been overrated.
0: One, it was such, just such an odd season. They only lost two games. One of them was to Michigan State, who only won two games all last season. In Michigan State, with a new coach, they're they're stored, They've been real quick to transfer people out. They're trying to build a program. I don't. So, when you say real quick to transfer people out, who are
1: we talking about, and what are you talking about?
0: I'm talking about guys who don't seem like they're on board with the new coaching staff's ways. They're saying, "Okay, leave, go." It is,
1: it, this is Michigan State. Michigan State. Okay. Uh, now, does
0: that is that that's probably good long term? Is it good now? Not great now. I don't think, and that's why they struggled so much last season. But Northwestern, unlike these other teams we were talking about earlier, reloading. Northwestern doesn't reload. So for them to lose almost their entire offense, it's a it's a long haul to get them back to right. So I would be. Michigan State, or a pass on that.
1: So, dogger pass. If it hit 3.5, is it... Because 3.5 minus 110 minus 110, is there a value there? Or I, borderline? I would call it a lean there. All right. That is A.J. Hoffman. So, we're leaning right now Michigan State. Tonight's big game remaining. Now, tomorrow, full slate. It's not week zero. It's week one. Week one. And there's a gigantic game, probably one of the 10 biggest games of the year maybe
0: outside of the playoffs it's probably the biggest game of the year. Wow. And you have a best bet? Come on baby, 80,000. <laughs> I'll go Georgia Clemson under 50 and a half. I think Clemson's offense is going to end up being really good, but they've got a lot to return. They've got a lot to fill uh, as well. I don't, I think there's gotta be a drop off. You don't lose Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, all these guys and not have some drop off at
1: least initially. Was Trevor Lawrence good or not? He was okay. I'm being serious. Like, I don't know. I don't know, but go ahead. I'm a skeptic. <laughs> the uh,
0: the market's saying there shouldn't be really any drop-off. I don't know how it's possible. It could be the case later this season that Clemson's offense catches up to what they were doing late last season. Now, when you
1: say the market says there shouldn't
0: be any drop-off. Power ratings-wise, offensive power ratings.
1: Where where are you getting those offensive power
0: ratings? I, it's a, sort of a, a mishmash of a few different things that I've looked okay, at. Okay, so,
1: and for example, with the 50-and-a-half. But 50-and-a-half does not seem like a big number. It is not. In college football. So you have how two are elite you saying,
0: defenses. Okay,
1: so super elite defense. Offenses and offenses that are not great but good. Is that fair to say?
0: I think offense an offense that will be great later is not great right now. Yeah. Georgia's offense has some serious injury issues right now. What are those? Uh, running back issue and offensive line issue right now for Georgia.
1: Okay, so it is interesting that you can literally have two really good defenses and in this day and age, the total which is combined points is over 50. It's fifty and a half. and a half. By the way, what is the spread in the game and do you have a lean in that?
0: It is Clemson minus three right now. I would lean to Georgia.
1: Lean, but that's not the pick. The pick is under fifty and a half. and a half. Do you have one more key point about that under?
0: I think it's a national championship game type feel. I think everybody tight. I don't think anybody wants to make the big mistake, so I think they play this game. It's a rock fight type game.
1: All right, so that's key. It's like the Super Bowl. They're tight, and that means they're conservative. We got a big Sunday game to go. Dealing with a dead battery? Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services, like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, America's number one battery destination. Sunday Florida State host, Notre Dame. Notre Dame favored by a touchdown. Preview. My
0: lean is going to be to Notre
1: Dame. I think there's some
0: optimism for Florida State that I'm not sure is warranted. It's going to be an emotional game because they're going to be honoring Bobby Bowden, who passed away over the offseason. How
1: does that affect the players? He's, he's been really close
0: in with that program, even since he's been away. Okay, okay. And a lot of former players will be at the game
1: mm-hmm. for this ceremony. So the former players that these players kind of grew up maybe idolizing will be more inspired by them. That is interesting. And if you're a Florida State guy, you
0: wanna play well in front of Deion Sanders. Like that that's it's a big moment for you.
1: Now I know this is Miami, but you hear a lot about like if Miami's not doing well and Irvin shows up or whatever, they're very negative to the like they almost like call the players out. So maybe there's gonna be a sense that the Florida State people don't wanna get embarrassed.
0: I think that's that's a lot of it. But I, I think Notre Dame is just too good. I think as the game goes on and that emotion wears away, Notre Dame starts to pile on and, and if I if I were to take a side
1: it'd be Notre Dame and, and give the points. So you'd be laying the touchdown as a lean. As a lean. Uh literally you've got twenty seconds for this. You got a bonus UFC best bet.
0: Yeah, I like Derek Brunson in the main event this weekend, uh taking on Darren Till. Brunson's plus one fifty. Till who dominated at one hundred and seventy pounds, moves up to middleweight, gives up a lot of physical advantages. I think it's a good spot for the underdog here. Repeat the bet. Derek Brunson plus 150 in the
1: main event. That's a bonus best bet. Also under 50 and a half. Which game? Clemson, Georgia. Clemson. I'm just letting you. That's A.J. Hoffman. Two teams I have ahead of Ohio State. Well, <laughs> we'll get into that next week. So we are going to be back next week. Jonas is going to be back. We gave you the odds. Next up, the odd couple. Talk to you then. Right out of Vegas!